I have international news, Kel. In fact, we're going now to Belgium. Oh, I haven't been We're going been all there. the way. You haven't been there? No. no. Well, I, we, we don't often have Belgium news. They're big uh, on chocolate, Belgian aren't they? news. They're, they're big with chocolate, aren't they? They're big on chocolate. Yes, Belgian chocolate. Yeah, they yes. But are they famous for pizza, Kel? No, they're not. Because this news story is a little bit left of centre. Listen to this. A 65-year-old man in Belgium says he is so stressed out because numerous times a day he receives pizzas that have been delivered to him. Pizzas. I love pizza, what about you? I'll take one or maybe two. Did you know they come from Italy? Mixing ingredients is the key. Put it in the oven to 100 degrees. Yes. Yes. What, what am I listening to? I don't know. It's just a song I found I quite liked. Now, listen to this. Over the past okay. nine years, pizzas he has never asked for, he's never ordered, keep being delivered to this guy's house, Jean van Legdenhem. Uh, he goes, it started nine years ago. A pizza man delivered me a whole lot of pizzas. I hadn't ordered anything. Then he thought it was a mistake. But the orders keep coming. Pizzas, kebabs, pitas, other food. He goes, sometimes it's on a weekday. Sometimes it's a weekend. Sometimes it's two in the morning. He goes, once 10 different delivery men showed up at his house. One of them alone had 14 pizzas with him. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just... I, well, one, I'm confused by all the music, but two, I'm also, I'm also, like this, how is this a bad thing? This sounds like heaven to me. Just no, well, it's a bit different. Turning... It's, a, it's a bit different, Kel. It's a little bit different in Belgium. I, I thought the same thing. I thought, well, wouldn't you just be going, well, I'm being fed for free for nine years. But they, you know how in Australia you have to pay before it gets to your house? Right. In Belgium, they're all just being ordered and then they all get right. there and they're like, give us your money. And he's like, so, I didn't order any of this. And so then they take the food with them. So yeah. someone is just doing a really nine-year-long running prank on this guy. And I think this is too far. I would never yeah, I think there's a ever fine say to line. do this. I think there's a fine line between the word prank and traumatising somebody. Yeah, because he is. He said he's... Look, I won't say exactly what he said, but he's he's done with this. He's really very, very done and he's a little bit stressed out and someone uh, has started doing it to one of his friends. So they think that it's someone in their friendship circle has been doing this prank. Great friends. For nine years. Great, Great friends. Got <laughs> to get some new friends. He said sometimes we both get deliveries on the same day, so when that happens we warn each other to expect a delivery because obviously someone's doing it. Pranks in general... I am, uh, look, how do I put this? I'm one of those miserable people that don't enjoy pranks. Like, I don't get up to pranks. I don't do April Fool's Day. I don't do anything. I've never I've never pranked anyone. I don't like receiving a prank. I do know that you, Lucy, however, you and the CEO, prank Love up a, prank. a storm. Prank up a storm. Love a good prank. Top two pranks at work was once the CEO... Yeah, the big one. He took something off my desk every day for a year and put it in a box and I didn't notice it. <laughs> and at the end of the year, he called me into the boardroom and on the table was like over, by this stage, over 400 items. In the last few days, he took my mouse and my keyboard and I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. There's good photos of that. And my other favourite prank is, if you remember, years and years and years ago, Kel and I went to Vietnam for CBM. Mm, uh, and at the beginning yeah. of the week, I said to Kel, oh, the language to say, like, bye is toi hoi. So just say toi hoi at the end of the show or when we're out and about in Vietnam, just say to, like, strangers, like, toi hoi. It's just really lovely. So Kel would get on buses and say to Vietnamese people, toi hoi, or shop assistants would go, toi hoi, and at the end of our show, he'd yell toi hoi. And at the very end of the week, I said to him, I need to tell you something, and this was on air, I said, toi hoi doesn't mean 
goodbye. I said, toy hoy actually means I'm bald. And so he spent the whole week in Vietnam going around to people going, I'm bald. It was the best. And that's why we sign off our show with Toy Hoy to this very day in honour of that. Good times. Good times. Good I've times. pranked you so many times that I yeah. can't even. So yeah, many pranks. Wasn't there a moment in the office where you, I can't even remember what you're doing to me, but I was almost, I was flinching. Like I was, I was so, <laughs> I was so traumatised by all the pranks. I would flinch as you came near me thinking that you were going to do something else. I went for a stage where I hid around corners from you all the time. Every morning I hid in a hallway and then I would yeah. jump out and yell boo and you screamed yeah. and, and then one you the, started shaking the and then I stopped doing that yeah, one, of, one of the great friends, yeah. It's been, it's been epic. Fiona goes, the worst prank she ever had was something on this show. And she goes, monkey lady, I don't know what that is, Fiona. Jump on the phone and remind me. I feel like it might have been when I was with Ken, the Ken and Lucy show, like 10 years ago. Fiona, remind me on 1300 777 Dawn in Point Cook. Dawn, what's a long-running funny prank you've had? So many, 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 many years ago, like 1992, my friend and I had spent Christmas together and we got some weird present from some auntie who doesn't know us. You know what I mean? It was just that really cheap, perfumey stuff that just offended your nose, right? Yeah. So yeah. the next year for Christmas or for her birthday or something, I gave it to her as a re-gift because we were both so offended by it. <laughs> yeah. And then every time we'd get a gift of that nature, we would put it in a box and then we just kept re-gifting this box of stinky stuff. <laughs> so 20 years ago, I moved to Australia and six years later, I came back to the States and my brother, I think, was housing the stinky stuff at that time, or maybe my dad, I don't know. Right before I left to come back to Australia, I mailed the stinky stuff back to her. <laughs> she still has it because it's too expensive to mail internationally. But gosh, you can smell it before you open the box. It is just I, it is First horrendous. of all, I love that when you moved to Australia, you entrusted it to your family and you're like, do not throw this. This is very important. Yeah. I will, re- I will need this one day for another prank. I respect that your family also went, we will totally look after this. And I love that you kind of won because you moved to Australia, you got it to her and then you went across and now she yep. can't get it to you. It's You won the prank, Dawn. Uh, I got married last year and she came over and I was fully expecting a wedding gift of a box of stinky yes. stuff, but mm. she couldn't fit it in her luggage. Dang. That's it's almost good. escalated that you need to move the box in a hazmat suit. It's that bad. Fiona in Beaconsfield up. Hello, Fiona. Hi. Now, was this back uh, in the, the Luke and Lucy days, was it? Yes, it was. Okay. Very much right. so. That's 12 years ago of everybody playing at home. 12 years ago. Now, what happened, Fiona? I, I really dread okay. to ask, actually. <laughs> so a friend of mine had informed you that I'd always wanted to be on the radio. So you guys rang me up. This is at breakfast time. I was supposed to be trying to get kids ready for school and said, well, let's have a quick interview. What unusual noises and things can you make? And so you got me playing the recorder with my nose. I sang an Elvis Presley song. And then to top it off, I was making all these monkey noises. And then you both went, well, there you go. You've, you've now been on the radio and everybody got to hear you. And it was, I mean, it was so funny. I thought it was funny. Oh, my goodness. That that must have been back in the day where you could put people to air without their permission, Liz. You could, you could. Do you know, legally, legally you can't do that anymore. But I remember that, Fiona. And then we called you Monkey Lady for, like, years. Oh, you were were so glorious. And I also would like to say I completely say that was Luke Holt's idea, completely Luke's segment. I was just his co-host. I had to go along with that completely. Yeah, right. I think it was probably your idea. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>